Hello, and welcome to another episode of Enchanting Economics in New Mexico. This podcast is a production of Bieber, the recognized expert in socioeconomic data for the state of New Mexico. Your hosts, as always, are me, Brianne McKernan, alongside Sarun Lytel. Joining us today are Bob Murphy and Michelle Coons, the executive director and chair of the board for Economic Forum of Albuquerque. Bob, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. Looking forward to it. So for those who have not heard of Forum, it is a nonpartisan group of business leaders on a mission to inform decision makers about issues facing the community. Our former director, Jeff Mitchell, was a huge fan of yours and always encouraged me to attend meetings to help Bieber learn and understand what's important to our business leaders so that we could hopefully support them with important data that they would need. But I realized when prepping for this conversation that I don't actually know how or why Forum was created. Would you mind telling us? Yes, that'd be my pleasure. First, I would mention that it was always a pleasure to have Jeffrey uh, at our meetings and, and involved. And it's that's indicative of the kind of things that we want to do is to get those people with that are knowledgeable and are decision makers kind of in the same room at the same time and share some thinking and, and facts and issues with regard to what's going on in the community. Um, the forum actually started in um, the early 80s. 1982 was a, a starting point and a much smaller group, more in the 40 to 50 CEO types, generally bankers, uh, attorneys, uh, contractors, developers, uh, some leadership uh, support from the city of Albuquerque. Mayor, uh, Mayor Kinney was very involved and Frank Hein, Kleinhans at that time. In, and David Campbell, as a matter of fact, who still attends some of our meetings, was a young attorney in the city offices. And the, the objective was to put together a group of relatively influential people, positive-minded, growth-minded, and see if we couldn't uh, do a better job and a little more uh, uh, guide, better guided with regard to um, economic growth in the area regionally. And ultimately, we kind of morphed into being involved in educational issues. But early on, the objective was to be supportive of quality growth from the business community and to uh, see if we couldn't make Albuquerque a better place for more and work where there was resistance to growth to bring up the fact that growth is good for for our community and for uh, businesses and bring prosperity to the best of our abilities. So uh, started early, ultimately grew into a group more around 100, but uh, of CEO same, I think much more focused today on job growth and educational initiatives. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Italy, it was an interesting, very interesting group of people at that time, much, much, uh, uh, much needed, I think, uh, given the times and uh, very much forward thinking. Yeah. So Bob, you have led this group for 15 years and I'm assuming you were an active participant before taking the helm. I mean, considering you've devoted your professional career to the city and state, 
Sadly, uh, <laughs> sadly, you you announced your retirement um, at the end of this year. Can can we reminisce for a minute? Sure. Um, <laughs> shall I ramble on? Shall yes. I ramble yes. on? Good. Yes, you should. Uh, um, well, yes, I I joined uh, Forum. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you know, Forum as a member in the. Uh, somewhere in the late 80s, I think 86 or 87, something like that, and was was a member, participating member for a long time. I was a local business guy and we did a lot of development work and it was an environment that very much suited, you know, it's it's critically important that you continue to see uh, those those growth area oriented things move along and, and our business was very much around that. Over time, though, I, I think we've been able to really become more relevant. Uh, we've had, I, I think, over the last 10 to 15 years, really high quality programs. Uh, our membership is settled in. Uh, we actually have a waiting list. Uh, the membership is limited to uh, 100 CEOs and decision makers, and, and we almost always have somewhat of a waiting list there for that. So it's well received. Our programs are often mentioned in the journal or the business, uh, Albuquerque Business First. And uh, uh, I, I think there are topics that we need to often be talking about. And what we're trying to do is to get thought leaders in the same room and to be um, exposed to these things and make up their own mind as to what we're, we're not trying to tell people how to think. We're trying to tell people what's going on. And that, that's gone, I think, very well as far as over the years. This In the last five or seven years, we've had several exceptional, many, many exceptional programs over the years. We almost always have the governor at least once a year. We have uh, the, the congressman and or the senators, not so much lately, but in the earlier years very much. Um, Cheryl Willman was particularly uh, influential speaker on a number of times and also a member. And um, uh, I guess I would say one of the best programs over the years was the uh, a talk on the ECHO project by Sanjay Aurora. And it was just shockingly incredible to many of us in the room who were not familiar. It's essentially growth of telemedicine. And he, he talked for a good 45, 50 minutes without anyone in the room blinking. It was just one of those incredible situations. So many, many situations like that, um, it makes um, forum very different than most business groups. Um, we do try to interact though, and a key piece of what we do is to interact with the other five or seven business groups. We have a committee or two that does that. We're also supportive of APS. We work a little bit with CNM and, and UNM and um, try to uh, bring people in the loop and communicate over the same things and see if we can't make a, make progress. It's funny because the Project Echo Forum was one of my first meetings and he was amazing. And I've become obsessed with Project Echo ever since. That was great. I absolutely loved that one. One of the next things I was going to ask you was if there were any events or issues that stood out to you. Um, obviously, you just touched on that. 
Are there any actions that have come from forum meetings that you're particularly proud of? Well, I, th I think one thing is when something like the ECHO Project comes along, we get great coverage with the journal in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, two weeks ago, we had uh, MAS Charter School spokeswoman Joanne Mitchell, and uh, she was incredible. And she brought a whole different thinking to what's going on around charter schools and what's going on in our community. I, same thing, uh, just really exceptional uh, program and thought-provoking for many of our members and, and guests that were on hand. So I, I, I mentioned Cheryl Willman. She put she did several programs, cancer-oriented, life-saving technology and science, and eye-opening to many of our members. Um, we over the years we have a, we've had a lobbyist. We have been very supportive of broadband and the legislative side of things. We're very supportive of broadband expansion. Uh, it's just a must, continued support of expansion of schools, uh, higher wages for teachers, a number of other things, gui better guidelines and feedback, and uh, always supportive of those things that support economic uh, growth, uh, economic development in the form of JTIP funding and LIDA funding. So about five or seven, usually each legislative session, five to seven issues that we work on. But uh, so I, I think, no, I, I wouldn't say on any one particular day, but I think we've made a difference in speaking up and, and representing the business community. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned that we got started back in 1982, which means it's turning 40 next year. Wow. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Michelle, as the leader of the board, could you tell us if there's anything in the works to celebrate that milestone? I'm thinking uh, at the very least, maybe the city or AED or, or heck, maybe even Bieber. Something could highlight all the good that you guys have done. Well, uh, a couple things kind of uh, on the board's uh, radar right now, the, the highest priority is finding the next replacement for Bob because, uh, you know, he, he has taken economic forum to another level. And so uh, our highest priority right now is uh, the search committees being formed and uh, finding that replacement. Uh, our next priority is really going to be uh, celebrating Bob and all that we've accomplished during that 15 years, which I think will dovetail wonderfully into that 40 year anniversary. So, um, you know, one thing usually we're always looking forward in economic forum, uh, what are the issues facing our city? Um, what are issues that we need to um, really bring knowledge to our membership on so collectively um, we can have more of an impact and so this 40 year anniversary is going to be unique because i think for a change we're going to look back and as bob just shared with you today some of those really memorable or um, programs or individuals where you know we've been able to assist in some way and so many times Rayanne, it's just spreading the word when you get a group of um, kind of high profile leaders and change makers that have their own 
demanding business schedules and you make them aware of different challenges facing our community, suddenly you've got a group of ambassadors and change agents in the room as well. And just them being more knowledgeable about um, that issue, you know, really can make underlying uh, spreading the word, uh, get it more top of mind to government leaders, nonprofit leaders, business leaders um, on helping to make the difference. And kind of backtracking just a moment what Bob said, you know, um, for example, the MAS Charter School and Joanne, you know, a couple programs ago, suddenly that was like a two page spread in the Sunday Journal. And it made all of us aware of um, right now there's, you know, talk of extreme teacher shortages occurring. Um, only in Albuquerque, but New Mexico and across the country. And we heard her speak up and say she was leveraging, um, she had over 40 teachers on visas that um, to attract the talent that she needed um, and to get the quality she needed, she was leveraging that visa program. And um, obviously it's working because, you know, her um, graduation rates and uh, several testing rates that MAS is achieving, you know, uh, came about in that way. So um, yes, uh, thank you for raising that issue of 40 year anniversary coming up next year, because I think I've been so focused on, um, you know, uh, search committee and, and then also celebrating the last 15 years of what Economic Forum has achieved with Bob. But connecting those two will be uh, a wonderful way to go into our 40th year. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what this next year holds. Um, I imagine it's not going to be very easy trying to find someone to work in Bob's shadow. Um, have you guys started actively uh, looking for a replacement? And, and what are you guys looking for in the next executive director? Um, you know, we have started, um, we've uh, gone out with a press release, um, we've notified um, most of the business organizations we interface with, um, you know, and put the word out, and we are starting to receive resumes. But um, to kind of um, share with you, the search committee has already had their first meeting, and during that meeting, we really discussed what are critical skills or backgrounds of the individual to take economic forward. And one thing, hands down, um, that the group uh, decided, especially, uh, you know, there's a lot of dialogue going on right now with COVID. Um, you can have an employee located anywhere in the world, you know, and they can do that. We do not see that with um, Economic Forum, the next executive director. Our group spoke at length that it really needs to be somebody that's been in Albuquerque um, for a long period of time. Um, that they need to know this community inside out. Um, ideally, you know, coming from uh, 
uh, a business background um, is probably uh, the first choice, just having that interaction with the business community, um, which plays such a key role in economic forum. Um, but we certainly um, also would look at other backgrounds, but they need to understand the fabric of Albuquerque, the cultural diversity of Albuquerque, uh, the dynamics of how we get things done in Albuquerque. And um, we just uh, as a group and what programs are really relevant in the challenges that Albuquerque is facing right now, the search committee came back that we just did not feel that we could find a candidate outside of the community um, that would fit, you know, in taking that next step and taking economic forum to the next stage. Yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying. There's a, a quote from former Governor Lou Wallace he said, and I love it, um, all calculations based on experience elsewhere fail in New Mexico. <laughs> I mean, I am not I am not from here originally. I grew up in Western New York and I moved here right out of college and I've been here almost 20 years, but it's completely different here than anywhere else I have ever been. And you know, I, I absolutely love it and its uniqueness and, and everything about it. But yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. If, if you don't know this community, you just, it, it doesn't work here like it does in other places. So, well, and, and then just kind of expanding on that, um, kind of succinctly, Someone that has the stature in the community to get the callbacks to get the very highest quality program. Mm -hmm. So if you're not already known in this community and you're not carrying that stature, you're not going to be able to attract the very top speakers and programming that we need, which really makes economic form what it is. Right. So, uh, that's and that's kind of difficult to really capture that. But I, I think that's the best way. It's yeah. someone that has the background and history that kind of people want to call back and, and want to get on that program. Yeah. And, you know, and, and there is a demand. There is a waiting list for programming, too. And oh you know, uh, so um, that's the individual that can kind of really carry on Bob's legacy. Yeah, those are some big shoes to fill, Bob. Well, that, that, I didn't do that on purpose, but um, we're, we're glad you did, Rand, though. <laughs> Rand, I'll uh, kind of add there. I think um, the fact that I that I've been here for a long time, but. I also think that it makes a difference. In the case of Forum, we're very much nonpartisan, mm -hmm. but we are also supportive of those people who are in office so that I try not to differentiate which team they're from and mm -hmm. try to focus on what they're trying to accomplish in their, in whatever job, meaning governor, legislator, right. uh, Congressman, uh, Mayor, etc., and see if if we can't be helpful in accomplishing 
those legitimate things that need to happen. And uh, we all, we get a little bit overly focused, I think, on the issues of our community. Everybody's having crime issues, not that, not that we don't need to put a lot of effort into that. Uh, everybody is having homeless issues. And these are, these are very, very difficult things to cure. Uh, well, there is no cure, but they are di really different, uh, really different, difficult to make a difference. And so we try to be supportive along those lines. And we try not to create dissension among our members when we're doing that. And, and from my standpoint, it's critical that we kind of keep everybody going in the same direction and being supportive. Not telling them what to think, but telling them that these are important issues. And 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 for me personally, it's very much a matter of of us working together and seeing if there are cures. There are there are things that will make this better. I shouldn't quite say cures, but there are things that we can be doing that will make these issues uh, a little more tolerable. And so um, we're supportive of, of that. Uh, I think we have. Uh, we give people an opportunity to come in and make their thoughts known, uh, to uh, make their arguments sometimes on, on what we should be doing and not doing, and without being critical of, of ultimately what that message is. So uh, right. over the years, that seems to have worked well. We'd, I, I'm a fourth generation Albuquerquean. My great grandparents on both sides of the family came here, uh, pioneer days, one, one side of the family with the railroad. Um, the other side is cowboys. And so been here a long time, stayed. I was very fortunate to have a, a, a successful career here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my children and my grandchildren are not here. Uh, my children have had better career opportunities other places and our grandchildren uh, have not seen their way to come uh, to move here. So. That, those are problems that we can work on and we need to offer better job opportunities. And if it isn't my kids, maybe it's somebody else's kids who want to come here. So, but important, um, we, the community has a lot of really bright, enthusiastic people. I think uh, the forum membership is an exceptional cross-section of those people. And we have a terrific board. And I wish Michelle and everybody else the best in finding that the next executive director, but I also felt like it was time to to transition to another face and that, that uh, uh, at 15 years, it's enough of one old guy's whining and maybe we can, we can refocus and get a couple of young people in there and, and keep moving. And I, I wish and I'm more than happy to be supportive of Forum's continued success as we go forward. Yeah. Wow. So, Michelle, what comes next? I mean, you, you already kind of touched on it a little, but um, does does the board have a list of goals or is that something that you guys will figure out once you get this next director in? You know, um, I think at the time that the new executive director comes in that we just kind of do a step back and reevaluate. Um, I think we've seen that um, you know, I I think the mission is still extremely relevant of uh, economic forum. Um, the goals are, but it's it's always a good time to kind of step back and see if there's 
anything else that we should consider at that time. Yeah. And so if I haven't covered everything and someone listening has a question about Forum, what should they do? I would direct them to our website, first of all, if you just put in Economic Forum at Albuquerque. And it's actually, it's econ-forum.com. They can go there. If they have additional questions in reference after reviewing the website, um, I would welcome them just to reach out to me. Um, My email is uh, michelle.coons at wafd.com. And I'd be more than happy to address any questions or even invite someone as a guest if they'd like to attend. Okay, great. Um, Sarun, did you want to ask anything? No, no, uh, I don't have any questions. But when you talked about the Project Echo, my brother actually worked in that as a student employee before he transferred to another university. So he was really excited to be working on that one. I think yeah. his uh, task was to work on the surveys. As a student employee, he was, you know, doing the actual work. So I was creating surveys and uh, asking me what kind of surveys questions should you have. And he also did a little bit of mapping for them. So oh, wow. that's so neat. No, that's that's such, you know, and the fact that it originated here in New Mexico just mm-hmm. makes it super cool. Yeah, it was it was in my opinion, one of the best I've ever seen, but I've only been with Bieber for two years. So I've only had two years worth of meetings, but yeah, I, I got so much out of that. And it was really exciting. Cause not only, you know, like Bob said, they started out sharing medical knowledge right. through technology, but then I know you mentioned something about like APD, I think it was APD, or maybe it was the state police was looking to start finding a way to use their system to share their knowledge. And I think he had mentioned at the time something about uh, doing something with border control. And I mean, it just had the ability to spread and it already is worldwide. So I was so excited. So obviously I've become so infatuated with it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's interesting that what that, that was pre, that's been uh, four years, maybe a little bit more. And the pandemic has come along and kind of shown all of us how much more we can do through the internet and kind of brought a lot of what he was talking about at that time to the forefront. And many businesses today are doing a lot more remote. And effectively what he was saying is he could be doing medicine worldwide in, in very challenging situations and in challenged populations uh, through the internet and be providing them basic services so that people wouldn't be dying from the most basic things that in the, for instance, in the United States, we hadn't seen in a hundred years. And, and I, I'm almost sure that I recently heard that they have somewhere around 1 billion connections at this point and their ability to reach out. And, uh, and it's all it's gone into a number of other areas, law and order and a number of other things that are just, yeah. it, but it's the con, it's the idea of how you do that and the use of, of broadband and internet, et cetera, et cetera. So phenomenal, brilliant man. 
uh, incredible that we have him in our community. Yeah. As, as there are so many others. So anyway, yeah. hey, this has been great fun, uh, Rayanne, and I, I appreciate you asking us to chat with you a little bit. I would encourage all of your listeners, if anything, New Mexico struggles with education, anything and everything that any of us can do to support and expand and raise expectations of our uh, education systems, it's kind of the key to our future. And, And we must do better in education if we expect more in the way of prosperity. So, but otherwise have a wonderful day. Well, thank you. Uh, you too. And Michelle as you as well. Thank you. So that about wraps it up for us here at Enchanting Economics in New Mexico. Don't forget to check us out at Bieber, that's B-B-E-R dot U-N-M dot E-D-U, or on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn under at E-N-M Bieber. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Thank you.